Hello, Christ Central. This is Simon, and you are listening to the Tide Five. I wanted to apologize for basically spending this whole week talking about myself. You're probably thinking one of these have got to be something different, right? Well, you are mistaken because today. I wanted to spend this podcast sharing my story of grace. Sorry, not sorry. When I was young, I was bullied. Apparently, there was a kid who was being abused at home, and he would take it out on me. He would tell me not to tell anyone, or else I was going to get hurt even more. So this went on for a long time. I was scared. I didn't want to say anything. Finally, a teacher caught him, and our parents said to me, "Yada yada yada." Don't feel bad. I don't remember this at all. I blocked it out of my memory. My mom had to remind me of all this. However, growing up, I think subconsciously this affected me. I begged my mom to sign me up for Taekwondo classes, and I always wanted to be the strongest guy. I started lifting when I was in fifth grade. I never wanted to back down in anything, even when I should. I always wanted to win, even if I had to cheat. To my shame, I'm still like this. I am the embodiment of the Houston Astros. My football coach would always say the same thing every single day, every single practice without fail. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. He would make us run and run and run until we were about to throw up, and then he would say, "On the line, if anyone groaned." If anyone had a tired look on their face, you knew what was coming next. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. I hated those words, but eventually it stuck on me. This became my motto: Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Pull yourself up. Get it done. No excuses. This carried over to my faith. No excuses. I was a total Pharisee. I didn't drink before 21. I never smoked. Never slept around. I wanted to prove that I was a good Christian. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Get it done. And I had that reputation. I had no idea this was going on. But whenever my older cousin wanted to go hang out with his friends, he would say that I was going to be there. And if I'm there, surely there wouldn't be anything bad happening, right? I was known as one of the good kids. But see, here's the thing: there's no one righteous, no, not one. Like the Pharisees in the Bible, I was the worst. Because of my self-righteousness, I would judge others. My senior year of、uh, high school, I called up my classmates to grab coffee, and I would yell at them until they cried. Do you know other people see you as a Christian and you do stuff like that? How dare you! I would also cover up my wrongdoings all the time. There was a church softball game when I first got to San Diego. I'm not good at softball, but like I mentioned earlier, I have little man syndrome, so I wanted to be good. Anyways, I hit a ball and I got on base. Someone else hit it and I took off, passed third, running towards home. When in my way was a girl named Lena, good friend of mine, but there was no way I was going to let her tag me out. So I truck sticked her, and scored. What a dummy! 
But see, instead of apologizing, I tried to explain myself. I was trying to slide, but I fell. This is what Pharisees do. They cover up. Because in our minds, we have to be good. We have to keep our reputation. We have to maintain our status. Even if that means lying to ourselves about who we really are. By God's grace and grace alone, there was a turning point. Obviously, I always knew the gospel, but one day it finally sunk in. Because Christ is my righteousness, I no longer needed to cover up. I think a good picture of this is found in the book of Genesis. After Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, they immediately hid because they were ashamed. And desperately, they tried to cover themselves up with fig leaves. But obviously, it wasn't good enough. But then you keep reading and you get to Genesis 3.21, which states, And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skin and clothed them. They no longer had to use fig leaves because God covered them up. And this is such a good picture of what Christ will ultimately do for his people, isn't it? I am that guy who runs over girls to try and win a church softball game. I am that guy who judges even though I myself am the worst. I am that guy who is hyper-competitive and who even cheats to win. It's embarrassing, but I can finally admit this because my righteousness and my identity are found in Christ alone. I don't deserve it, but because of His grace, I am covered up. And someone, someone even as wretched as myself is considered holy because of His blood shed for me. Moral of the story, pastors are the worst. Please pray for us. That's it. Hope to see you again tomorrow. Goodbye.